0: it's everyone's favorite show about all things utah a show where four hosts and sometimes a guest discuss whatever they want regarding utah and mostly stay on topic it's the new utah podcast with your hosts Bree, chris jeremy and jessica i like pointing around the room whenever the names are said by my voice from the intro because I've almost got it down. <laughs> it's an you alphabetical order. the last order. time I was here. It's an alphabetical order, and I still fuck it up sometimes. It is uh, episode three, two, 300. Jesus, we skipped 100 episodes, guys. Uh, 232 uh, of the New Utah podcast. Uh, episode uh, 232 is brought to you by uh, the letter B for bourbon, um, which <laughs> I'm now consuming thanks to Jess's trip to Tennessee.
1: Was that a bourbon or whiskey, actually? I don't uh, remember. It's a bourbon,
0: a sour mash bourbon, okay. I said. So, yes, and you a, can, a Bell mead. Jess, would you explain to the listeners what the difference is between a bourbon and a, a whiskey? A bourbon,
1: yes. A whiskey is aged. It doesn't, it, by Scottish law, has to be three years in one day. So it's very interesting when I was at the Jack Daniel distillery, they were talking about how their were whiskey is does not have an age statement on it however it is aged and they actually age it longer than that Four, oh, yeah. four to six years is an average
0: sometimes so, so their regular whiskey doesn't but they do have other batches that they do small batches and single barrels that they do mark the aging on
1: yeah but like they're like they're number seven and stuff like that so i thought that was very interesting but and a bourbon it's just made all mm-hmm. oh, willy nilly,
0: and and no. I, I will say my <laughs> preference my preference is always a whiskey because the aging in the barrel actually adds and a, quite bur- a bit and of- a
1: bourbon is is American I believe I yeah. think is
0: bourbon's a very yeah. American thing but I, I prefer a whiskey opposed to a bur- a bourbon because I think the aging process in the barrel adds so much flavor and complexity and actually really mellows out. So, so,
1: and that, I mean, that's one of the things that is very fascinating to me is that three ingredients can, you know, the oak, the, the water and the yeast create so many flavors. But hearing my tour guide talk about, cause they have, um, barrel houses all over Lynchburg and they're really high up, like you can't really see them. Um, but hearing how they stack each of their different varieties, and like the single barrels are higher up because of and the heat and how it expands in the barrel and goes in and out of the wood. And I was like, "This is so cool!" And they showed you like the like the line and the wood and the I don't know, it was just cool. So, no, it's really cool. yeah,
2: it's really cool <laughs> to to supply as much as they do worldwide. They've got to have a ton.
0: Oh yeah, that's unreal.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, just the the one barrel house that I was in had four hundred barrels, and that was tiny. Did they, did they
0: say how much they uh, how much they actually do annually? Yes, but I don't remember, sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I wasn't taking notes. <laughs> I was I was uh, I being distracted. It, it well, it, it was just I don't know. It's such a beautiful property that it's it's hard not to be distracted by global, what you're seeing.
0: 2019 global sales volume uh, in millions mm-hmm. nine liter cases. Thirteen point four million nine liter cases. Last year. It's
1: pretty amazing. And like their partnerships with businesses is pretty phenomenal. I That's mean insane. you might think of it as a very generic uh brand, but it's not. Like it's not
2: Oh no, no. no. I wouldn't say generic. It's just so well, well just, known. Yeah, it's,
1: like their t shirts and I mean it just is, you know, you know that logo. But once brilliant. you learn, you know, more about the history of it is, and, and that's how what I, how I got interested. I was on a flight somewhere. How many
0: dead people in the distillery?
1: Yeah, probably a lot. Actually, one of my favorite stories, they had a, uh, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it was right across from the bottling house. And basically, a, like, government accountants would sit in there. Up until 1985, and they would regulate who came in and that bu- out of that building. Like if you were leaving that building, you had to stand in a box. They would walk over. They would make sure you didn't have anything on you, because they didn't want you taking their taxes. Like it was, it was so until 1985. <laughs> like that just crazy. blows my mind.
0: That's crazy. There's government yeah. overregulation for you right there. Yeah, it's crazy. So just let motherfuckers drink their booze.
1: <laughs> right, but also you could see how like bootlegging and moonshine in the south was super easy because there is a lot of hills and trees. <laughs> so, I I thought that that was, that was pretty cool. Actually, one of the bottles when I was deciding was that was the one that's in mason
0: jars, the old. Oh, yeah. yeah so, yeah. it's
1: like super cheap and it just, I made the, made moon, me the they had moon, pickles, the moon moonshine pickles.
0: Moonshine is disgusting. Yeah. that Nothing about that brand is good. Sean brought me back some from his trip to Tennessee and it smells like Rubbing alcohol,
1: yeah, it was it, it well, yeah, and all of them do, but they were the lady in the airport said that um the apple and the cherry one were the most popular, I, <laughs> and I was like, I nope, i'm gonna I'm gonna go for one of the like the better brands, yeah, like so. <laughs> the, the
0: blue one, like even Sean tried it, and it's it's like straight up like ethyl alcohol, mm-hmm. but Whew. he did bring me back this like moonshine tea thing. That is not. It's more akin to like a schnapps. It's more like a, a malt beverage, but it's it's in the mason jars. I still haven't tried it, and I really want to try it. I don't think it's going to be the same, like you know, lighter fluid right. type. I don't mind alcohol. the moonshine cherries. To take one or two and put them in. Oh a yeah, drink. those are okay. Those are okay to, to use. Like those, th- those would actually be good for uh moonshine cherries. Would be good for like an old fashioned. They had pickles. Yeah, moonshine pickles. Yeah. And you have to light pickles for that to. You uh, don't like
1: pickles, huh? I'm glad I didn't move. buy them. I like you? pickles. I, Did, I would try
0: it. Did you bring me back a moon pie? Is the real question I have. Uh! <laughs> I you really know.
1: like moon pies. I love moon, I pies. Love moon, I pies. moon pies, and I bought—they had mini ones, and they're so cute.
0: Yeah, I love. Moon I didn't pies. know that.
1: I'll save you one. Do you like pumpkin spice, though? Because that's uh, what I bought. I like everything. Okay, ba- banana moon I'll save pies you. are the best. They're though. my favorite too. <laughs> I was so excited to go into the moon pie store,
2: the general store. Look at this! After four and a half years, we're learning something new. Uh,
1: Oh yeah, that I love moon pies. That Chris and I love moon pies.
2: And the same flavor.
0: Um, <laughs> to, to be fair, this is this is the best descriptor I have for a moon pie. I don't really know why I love it so much, but it's too. It depends if you get the regular or the double decker, which you should. Which have I didn't
1: even know existed until I was in the general you, store. You didn't know there was a no. double decker.
0: Have you seen the triple deckers? No. That's not real. No, it is absolutely real. (laughs) Fake news. So, but, (laughs) so regular moon pies, the stupid like little Debbie moon pies, which aren't as good by the way, it's one layer of marshmallow fluff, but like. No, let me tell you. It's not really fluff. It's not fluff, it's 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 a marshmallow. it's, It's a marshmallow, and then it's two um, spongy wafers that are... I don't even know how to explain that. It's it's kind of like soft cardboard. Yes. That would be... <laughs> uh, with very little flavor. Uh, and then all coated in a waxy flavored shell yes. of banana or chocolate uh, or apparently... Vanilla, they had salted
1: caramel. Yeah. Um... Also, we cut them in half and made s'mores out of them.
0: Oh fuck, that would be. A That's good what idea. we did. Fuck that though, too. You take two regular moon pies and make one s'more out of the two moon pies. That
1: would be giant. <laughs> fuck yeah, <it> would. <laughs> I'm not saying. Okay, I problem. will just remind me and I will, I will save you one for yeah, sure. I, I didn't know. I even looked at them this morning and I was like, Oh, I don't know. If-
0: and you can't really find moon, like the actual moon, moon pie pies. brand moon pies very many places these days. They're, they're not, but growing up, boy, those were one of my favorite treats was a moon pie. I liked moon pies. The chocolate ones. That was the ones I had as a kid. <sighs>
1: yes, yeah. I did. So they're, I think they're made in Chattanooga, but yeah. the other store is in Lunchburg, which was and,
0: awesome. And to be fair, you can't go anywhere in Tennessee without seeing those fucking things. So. You
1: guys, I also had a whiskey raisin ice cream. Did I tell you this last week? And I had it made into a malt. Hmm. I don't eat ice cream a lot, but that was
0: so delicious. I eat ice cream a lot. It
1: was amazing. I worked whiskey. at Cold Stone, so I think that I just ate a lot of ice cream I was going to say, I'd so. probably
0: eat a lot of ice cream if I worked at Cold Stone, too. <laughs> yes. Because then you can make whatever the hell you want. Mm. Yeah,
1: so I made it back from Tennessee, So that was a good trip? That was fun? (laughs) (laughs) It was. I would move there in a heartbeat, I think. I just, I loved it there. Something was just very calming there. But I think I would have a winter home. I don't think I could do summers there,
0: because I freaking hate humidity so much. It's so hot and humid in the summer.
1: Like New Jersey, it's like I never got used to
2: it. At Christmas time when I make the big Jack
0: Daniels Barrel Christmas tree. And the fucking bugs in the summer. Yeah. Like, y- you can't be on a porch if it's not completely screened in, because it's so bad. They'll carry you away. They'll yeah. just eat you alive.
1: I'm just going to buy some land. They have lots of actually very affordable housing there. I was very surprised. I just love how much land people have. It was so amazing.
3: A lot of banjos.
1: Land. No. You know. No, actually, I'm going to make this observation. Or So even though everywhere you would go... There was Trump flags on people's homes. Not once did I see somebody driving with a Trump flag on the back of their car and you just didn't feel it. I mean, I wasn't around tons of people. You didn't feel Trump or? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like I, you, I got off the plane here and I just felt like anxiety. And so even though you have that there, I just don't feel like it was like rubbed in your face, even though there that's, are
0: literal signs that say this is Trump country. <laughs> that's, that's because there's not a lot of, like the anti-Trump voice down there is very small and very quiet because they don't want the Klan to show up on their doorstep. <laughs> I don't know if that's really true, but, um. I don't know. When I was in Texas. There's Trump everywhere. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, uh, most of, most of those red states are like that. Utah is a, exception in terms of red state i think we'll probably still go trump but also this episode is being recorded on election night and we're not going to provide any election results because we don't know uh polls in utah won't even close till after we done after we done we can recap. after we done we can recap next week i didn't read what that said so i'll, I'll i have uh,
1: your i have your email for you
0: okay uh and then um yeah so that was uh that was Jess's trip to Tennessee. It
1: was amazing. My cousin said, are you coming back? And I said, actually, my vacation rolls next week, so, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'll wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't even check to see if I lost any. I think I timed it well so that I didn't lose any mine rolled, because it rolls in the middle of the fucking year, too. It's stupid. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, I think, um, well, how was Halloween for you, Jess? Because you got back before Halloween, right?
1: Yeah, I came back, uh, like super late on the 29th. I went and paid off tons of bills cause my refinance went through and like they sent a notary to my cousin's house. Isn't that super rad? That is awesome. Um, yeah, uh, they have, they were so amazing to work with, but. Uh, I sat at home and ate pizza and watched Asian horror films.
0: Nice. Yeah, it was amazing. We had, uh, so we went to Jeremy's house finally. Um, Fire pit of horror. We went to the fire pit. A lot of of folks showed up. I think it was probably way less than normal, It would be my guess. Yeah. But it was still a significant number of people. Uh, And here at the house, we had blocked off the porch and turned off the porch light. But our ring picks up everything. Cars driving down the street, people walking on the sidewalk. Not one hit on the ring all night while we were gone. And no, so no new cars or anything like that. I just don't think anyone came anyway. So I think we made a good decision to go to Jeremy's. So <laughs> <laughs> um, that was Halloween. Um, d- uh, interestingly enough, the Friday before Halloween, we got that emergency alert. Oh, yeah. On the 30th um, statewide, which said uh, don't have parties of more than 10 people or gatherings of more than 10 people. I had a party of 13. Sorry. It was already pre planned. Um, But down in Utah County. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The party that was canceled was not actually canceled, apparently. Mm. Thousands, like close to 10,000, I think. So. And since they don't wear masks down there. Well, it was an anti mask party. Like the whole point of it was to not wear masks. They'll show us. They'll get COVID. Yep. And there won't be enough room in the hospitals down there for them. So some of them will die. Uh, So it is also. Winterization time for the yard. Um, I think I finally finished uh, this weekend. I need to
4: do that.
0: Do I you want to c- come do mine? So <laughs> Sunday... Th- okay, so daylight savings time still so fucked up, right? God. So Saturday, I trimmed out as much of the rose bushes as I could. Maybe it was actually Friday before you guys came over. Um, trimmed out as much of the rose bushes as I could, but I ran out of space in the garbage can. And I can't put that in my compost heap because there ain't no space there either. Well, so they don't break... That the the would be sticks, like five-year compost or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, the, the wood doesn't really break down. And actually, when you trim rose bushes, like the buds and the leaves, you should, and any of the like small stems and stuff, you should leave in the bed because uh, they actually decompose and fertilize the bed. Um, but the like the big stalks, the big sticks that that form at the base of those bushes, you really kind of have to just get rid of or burn. It would be a good firewood though, some of them, um, other than the thorns but uh, what are you doing over there Jeremy trying to get, chopper, trying to get chopper, but but, chopper to sit on his lap but but she's got fish so he's having nothing to do with me yeah she's not gonna he's not gonna do anything when she has goldfish out uh, so anyway I did that and then Monday because that Monday's garbage day I had a fresh garbage can and I went out and got rid of the rest of the rose bushes um, cut them all back and shoved all but
3: he usually does it in the spring and I hate that I think falls better
0: well I cut them way down um, so right well, that, our, that
2: great bush we have out front, we cut that sucker down to just like a tiny little stump.
0: Yeah, and that's basically what I did with all these. I mean, you saw one on Friday, so um, that's so that that's done. There's still some big pieces I couldn't fit in the garbage can, but I was like, it's going to be too cold. And also, I did that Monday between the hours of like four thirty and five thirty, and then it was fucking dark. Yeah. So screw daylight savings time. I hate it so bad.
1: Also uh, my cousin came over to finish my deck last night and it was like five thirty and I was like uh, You get like maybe, thirty minutes to an hour, but yeah. maybe we'll start gonna work do
0: it on Thursday. Sucks so bad. So today in the same time frame, while we'll like probably like three thirty that's the other thing. So now my calls which were at seven thirty in the morning with India, they're now at six thirty. Ugh. which I'm still up that early. It's not a huge deal. But I start working at like 6, 6.30 every morning.
3: But the trouble is now, like when he used to take some of them at the office, he either has to go all the way into the office by 6 or stay here and take a bunch of calls and then go into, like, it's just.
0: Yeah, so it's it kind of sucks. Uh, daylight saving sucks completely. But then uh, today um, I'm also done by like, 3.30. My day is, like, long at that point. Like, I'm at nine-plus hours. But no one else is done. Like, they're yeah. still working. And then, like, tonight, I have a call uh, in a in a couple hours with the team as well, so I burn both ends of the candle. So, I don't feel bad when I go out and uh, mow my lawn at three in the afternoon on a Wednesday <laughs> <laughs> when I don't have
2: a call schedule. Well, as a reminder, last year, we voted to do
0: away with Daylight Savings,
2: which passed... Under the circumstances that another state does it
0: first. No, no, no. Blah, so, blah,
2: blah, blah. Oh, three other states. Uh, this, the,
0: the, here's the really fucked up thing. So I read an article about this a few weeks ago. So Utah did pass a resolution or, or law that says if the federal government says that states can go into, um, to, can stay in daylight savings time. So right now, are we in daylight savings time now? hour know, back? I or is it the other way? It so mixed up.
3: No, I think we're in, it was the end of Daylight Savings, right? Uh, I don't know what
0: time is it. So right now we're on real time? Is that what it is? We are on... It doesn't say what time zone. Um, I don't know. It's mountain time, and I don't remember. Daylight
3: it. saving time ends. So okay. it ended so, on the first. So now we're That's in, what I thought. So, so we're now in we're real in time, standard right? time. But we want to be in daylight saving because it's better for us to have morning darkness than night darkness. So anyway, so the law that we passed said... If the federal
0: government okay states to be in daylight, there's savings there's a Mothra
3: time, in the studio, guys. I know. Oh, I
0: thought it's because the window. Crazy. It's because the window's open. Um, yeah,
3: there's no screens down here. If the if
0: the federal government says it's okay to be in daylight savings time, which they have not, they've said it's okay to stay in standard time, but not in daylight savings time. So we could stay at what time it is right now, which would make the most fucking sense. Um, but that's not the law we passed. So the other condition is. Three neighboring states, meaning states that border us, must also change their time zone or, or drop changing for daylight savings. Now, here's what's fucked up. There are a bunch of states around us that have passed almost the exact same fucking legislation. Colorado, Wyoming, um, Nevada, I think, has done it. Idaho has done it, where they all say basically the same thing. If three states around us change it so that they don't observe it, then we will stop observing it. So all the states have been like, yeah, we really don't want to do this, but everyone else has to move first. You hang up. No, you hang up. Yeah, that's what it's like. (laughs) So it's never going to fucking happen, (laughs) which is really
3: dumb. I hate it. I don't think it's never going to happen. I think that it's just going to take somebody to change what their requirements are. Come on, Idaho, man up.
0: Well, like, what is the point of passing legislation that's, that's, that's worded like that? Like, that's dependent
3: on other states' decisions. Like,
0: what the fuck is the point of passing it like that? Like, we want to stay in daylight savings time and blah, blah, blah. Cause it's what the people want, but you can't give the people what they want. Yeah, like pot?
2: Yes. You, you'll pass it, you'll do all the work, you'll get all the signatures,
0: you'll do all the stuff, but we'll find a way around it. We'll find a way to fuck you in the end. Don't worry. We're Utah. Um. <laughs> so let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Um. I should we do the day in the hi- in history? Um. We can hit a few of them.
2: Uh, are are you
0: don't sure? Have to do them all because they're not Utah related. Jeremy has just pointed out. I know,
2: but they. <laughs> I thought they were cool. So so it it takes every day of the month of November and lists something. Well, it does the tenth like four times. Well, because there was a lot of things that happened on the tenth, same with the fourteenth. But it takes like. Moments in history that, that ha- so for example, November 1st, nineteen. There's nothing on the 5th. The bra was patented. That's big, right? When was the bro patented? The first opium war between China and Britain begins in 1839 on November
0: 3rd. <laughs> okay.
3: Abraham Lincoln was um, married to Mary Todd on the 4th, and then he was elected president on the 6th two years later so his anniversary and his election to the president were like right next to each other November 9th 1927 giant pandas discovered in China
1: (laughs) 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 Chris where have you been with the sound Sound effects now? Almost five years in?
0: This is... Come on. This tells you how bad this is. <laughs> <laughs> Disney's Steamship Willie premieres. We're <laughs> four 18th. years in. It took four years. Four and a years, half years. Four and a half years for Jeremy to do something so bad it wanted to be digging up <laughs> a sound effect on the fly and playing it. November 20th, 1959, Ford quits making the
3: unpopular Edsel. And the saddest thing, the 22nd, the president that President Kennedy was shot. So
0: we're going to... Yeah, that does suck. Just but one more.
2: November 26, 1716, the first lion was exhibited in America. When was the first liger exhibited? At Valley Junior High in the <laughs> 1970s.
3: <laughs> I really, really wanted the 11th to be something really cool, and it's so dumb.
2: It's Veterans Day. No, it's about pilgrims in the Mayflower signing a compact for a body of politics.
3: Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> okay, we
0: can move on. <laughs> Are you sure? Do we have your permission? Yes. So we're gonna do a bunch of food-related shit on this podcast because um, we're talking to the Utah Taste Off folks uh, a little bit later. You guys are gonna love them; um, they're awesome. Uh, about the ideal stealing bastards, Um <laughs> it's basically what we did at my office that I talked about until COVID happened, where we would. You know, find the best things of a certain category, but they're much more organized. They made it into a business. You can participate. It's like they took my idea and went, Hey, this is something we could do. And it was totally my idea. (laughs) Because I'm not the one I even started at the office, by the way.
3: You were just invited in. I was
0: invited in, and then I helped uh, exert some force. They were just smart and they're making money off of it, turned it into a business. I know. I know. I I sent the link to Scotty so that he can feel bad about not. Turning Monetizing, into a business. yeah. Um, all right, so we're gonna do a lot of food-focused stuff. Um, the first is let's talk about some popular Utah foods and beverages. So, by the way, if you recall, we talked about the
2: top foods and beverages probably I don't know a year ago or something like that. But this is an updated list that updated uh, November third, twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, and I think so. These are these are basically like the best, and also I think some unique things to Utah. And I think we're gonna just combine the two. Uh, lists because I think there, there's a lot of crossover and there's some very unique Utah stuff. So yeah, some of them are on both. So should we start with number ten? Yeah. So this is a very unique Utah thing. Agiano? Uh, am
2: I saying that right? No, Aguiano. it's Agiano
3: because, because it's named after the
2: Aggies. Oh, Agiano. So the
0: beehive uh, mm-hmm. cheese creamy creamy beehive
2: cheese creamy <laughs>
3: creamies
0: are you i just like that
3: jeremy was trying to make it super exotic and it's no
0: no it's it's Agiano. aggiano uh, doesn't be- roll off the tongue the beehive cheese factory it's uh made and pasteurized uh, from pasteurized milk of jersey cows but it's a reference to the utah state aggies and it's an american cheese dry yet creamy i don't think i've ever had that one it's that like kind of craft pasta. it's like craft singles but probably tastes a little better That's American cheese. Like craft, craft singles. American cheese is American cheese, and people give it shit for not being real cheese. But it's absolutely real cheese. If you look at how American cheese is made, it's made like every other fucking cheese. It's just not aged, and it's a semi-soft, like yellowish substance. And people think it's not real cheese because of craft, like Blaine Robert Kraft bastard also the number two on, or number nine on this list is also a cheese which is the barely buzzed which cheese i've had beehive. and it's really good it's amazing I also from beehive cheese. cheese uh different beehive cheese i'm just kidding <laughs> they're both beehive uh, but barely buzzed is the one that's uh uh wrapped in espresso that's really yeah that good. one is really good. their cheese in general is pretty good i've never beehive. i
2: don't think i've ever had a beehive cheese that wasn't good all of them that I've tried have been really good.
0: So apparently there's a cocktail um, that's called a Farnell, which is made with Jack Daniels and lemonade. Um, that sounds really good, actually. I'm gonna have to try that. And is that kind of like an Arnold Palmer? Kind of, except you use Jack Daniels instead of iced tea. So no, not really.
3: <laughs> and it's made in you a can Collins put glass. Tea in it. Yeah,
0: well that that would make sense because that seems like the kind of summer
2: like tall. Well, the reason why I bring it up is it, it was supposedly invented at the Jeremy Ranch Golf Club.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm sure because... So, lemonade and Jack. Yeah. I've got lemonade in the garage. You want to try some? I got some Jack upstairs, too. <laughs> some up. I don't have fresh mint, but we could uh, make do. I got a peppermint somewhere probably. I, I, I got, find
1: it interesting that it uh, comes from Park City and it's not High West. That was the choice of
0: whiskey. Well, I think it's probably been around for a long time. High West isn't, isn't exactly long term the farnell. I've never heard of that. So, the pastrami burger. Now, this is an interesting thing cuz I read into the pastrami burger. And it was actually they think that the person that made it was uh James uh Cast- Katsanavis. It's a it's a Greek name. Who knows what the hell I'll really say. There's so many consonants in their names. Um but he had a restaurant in LA called Minos Burgers, or uh, well in Anaheim, I guess. And they started serving pastrami burgers there back in the 70s when they got pastrami from the New Yorkers that came over. Now, he moved to Salt Lake City and opened up Crown Burger. And Crown Burger is the first pastrami burger in Salt Lake, but it's very much a Utah thing because we have Astro Burger. Um, um, Six Sisters
1: Apollo Deli has the burger, best.
0: You know, the still Crown Burger. And they're they're all like cousins. Yeah, well, and they're they're all—they're all sisters. They're all Greek burger joints, and it's run by the Greek mafia in Salt Lake. Well, the Crown Burger, Astro Burger, and Apollo Burger are all like families. Uh, They're also tied to Jim's, Jim's family restaurant. Oh, same family. Big extended family. Jim's family restaurant owns Apollo burgers as well. And we know Jim's is a front for the mafia Yeah. Um, we won't talk about that. <laughs> uh, no, but pastrami burgers are fantastic, and I did not realize how Utah they were, because they're not not—they're not common elsewhere, but they're fucking delicious. And,
2: they all, and, and ours have fry sauce on them. Well, and fry sauce. So that's the other thing, is fry sauce, which... It's debatable whether fry sauce came from them or some people say it came from Arctic Circle, which is also Utah.
0: No, Utah original. But no matter what, fry sauce is absolutely a Utah thing. There's nothing more disconcerting when you... I probably said the word wrong. Breeze is giving me a look like you fucking... Oh, you said it right. Oh, good. (laughs) She gave me a look like, oh, my God, you're an idiot saying words wrong. (laughs) Like legislator legislature well
3: that's a word and so is that should you you use you misuse them you i don't could say spell i could
0: spell sell for you
3: no you <laughs> can't. actually you can't but
0: um i i fry sauce is is as utah as it gets but when you go to, we went to colorado I went to five guys and get some fry sauce and the kid looked at me like i asked for his soul <laughs> he's like <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. You crazy motherfucker. Did you just <laughs> ask me for maple syrup? <laughs> Why the hell would we have something called fry sauce? Do you know this is a burger joint?
3: <laughs> yeah, where you to sell fries, so I don't I have fry sauce. Would you, I, I,
0: if you'd never heard of it before, would you assume it's like a gravy, maybe? Uh, probably. probably. Like a, I don't know. A, yeah. I like fr- fries and gravy is really good, too. The Canadians got that shit down. A
2: little protein. poutine. Yeah, I
0: was say that. But fries and cream gravy is good, too, and Dairy Queen does that, so... Uh, apple beer that was another Utah thing, and I'd never seen apple beer until until I came to Utah. And I'm sure it's made elsewhere. And we're not talking apple cider; we're talking about apple beer, which is a non-alcoholic, fruity, sparkling apple cider. I didn't experience. realize that
2: it came that it originated here in Utah. That is pretty cool.
0: Uh, so, mostly in the western mountain regions of the U.S. and the Caribbean. Apparently, the western mountain regions of the Caribbean. The way this is written. Uh, We already talked about fry sauce. Fry sauce, which is number five on this list, by the way. And by the way, I think fry sauce has probably got to be number one because it is quintessential Utah. Amish chicken. I've never had me an Amish chicken. Which, once again, I did not realize that was a... Chicken, flour, garlic powder, Utah heavy cream, thing. paprika, water, salt, and pepper. Sure sounds a lot like uh, like a Eastern Bloc-type dish, like Hungar- Hungarian. I was talking about goulash while we were off there, and they do a lot of paprika. So it's dredged, um, and then it's covered with a combination of cream and water, and it's baked until the skin becomes crispy and golden brown. I just didn't realize that was a Utah thing that doesn't... But obviously, apparently, I have no idea what that is. I've never had it. Uh, Funeral potatoes, which um, don't travel well. I mean, they do for a little while, which in and of themselves, it's a... (laughs) Have you
1: you traveled with them? Is that...
0: I mean, you have to take them usually to funerals. Right.
3: Well, sure. They travel just fine. Yeah,
0: it's it's a potato casserole. I mean, yeah, it's frozen hash browns with cream of something. Some people make them
3: really gross, though.
0: A lot of people make them really gross. Like put like chunks of onion that are like half the onion and tater there. tots. Tater tots are fine. You shut your mouth.
3: <laughs> uh, fro-
0: frog eye salad is a Utah original. <laughs> I did not realize that frog eye salad. original. Yeah, I, Utah I love
3: frog eye salad, and Vanita makes the best frog eye
0: salad. But it's basically uh, tapioca balls made into.
3: They're not tapioca. Ambrita. It's a pasta.
0: I know, but it's basically No, but it's ambrosia. not.
3: Tapioca balls and the pasta that you use As, are not the same thing. They're not interchangeable.
0: It's a cini di peppa. I'm not saying. Yeah, whatever. And then it's just turned into ambrosia. It really is, right? Whipped cream and it says the I best I always think that it's got mayo in it, and so I don't want to eat it. Ever. This says the best
2: <laughs> frog eye salad in the world is a chukerama.
3: The best frog eye salad comes from Venita, Venita Levesque's kitchen.
0: It's true, <laughs> and I've never eaten it because I don't like frog eye. She
3: brings it for for stuff, and then she leaves me an extra bowl in mine.
0: Uh, Jello is a big Utah thing. I don't think it's a Utah original, but it's absolutely a huge Utah. However, dish. Th- there are
2: st- flavors in Utah that are nowhere else: apricot, lemon, grape, mango, peach,
0: pineapple, and tropical
3: wait, wait, fusion. Wait.
0: Grape is nowhere else. Grape jello is only in Utah. It's to Utah.
3: Really? Tropical. Apricot jello is delicious. And when you make it into jigglers, it's fun to eat. I'm guessing everywhere else has like strawberry. Yeah, I don't know. We so, have strawberry jello no,
0: everywhere else. I'm saying because Utah has all these flavors that nobody else has. So I threw up this other one from um and I found this through Alice Obscura actually but it's a the Gastro Obscura is what they call it and this is unique Utah food and drink. So some of them are repeats but potato donuts, which I don't think is entirely Utah but spud tatos uh or not spud tatos but um what's the name of the place up north um in the Ogden area that does the spud potato nuts? donuts? Spudnuts.
3: Spudnuts.
0: Um pickle pie, which sounds disgusting uh, and I'll never try it. It says uh-
3: I'm not trying that either, and I like pickles. It says it
2: comes from a motel restaurant in a tiny Utah town. Yeah, it's... Sunglow Cafe, yeah. which is actually on the way to Reef.
0: Did you, did you stop there?
1: No, it's in Bicknell.
0: Yeah. No one goes to Bicknell.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you have to Your go to Bicknell. Your mom goes to Bicknell.
0: <laughs> uh, blue, blue corn mush, which I've never had, and it doesn't sound appetizing. I think it's
3: probably mush.
0: It's a traditional Navajo dish that's basically like...
3: Like liquidy maze.
0: blue cornmeal, yeah. Oh. It's like masa with too much water. Um, squid ink Jello or gelato? Gelato. gelato. I'm sure there's a split at Squid Ink huh. Jello too. Where is that at? Um I don't remember. I have to pull up the thing. This the the list doesn't tell you everything. You have yeah, to yeah, it didn't. The links.
1: It wasn't broken down. But it's jet black, vanilla flavored treat with hints of its marine
2: origins.
0: So it has real squid ink in bah, it. Yeah. Bah, bah. And I'm sure it's kind of got the, like, salty, oceany stuff. I wonder if it's, like, one of the, oh, what is it, the, the Chinese restaurant downtown, the big... It's in St. George, oh. uh, and apparently it's also known as Sailor's Vanilla. Uh, so, Santa's what the Vanilla.
3: hell, man? I didn't know that cinnamon gummy bears were a Utah thing. Okay. Those are, like, my favorite thing in the whole life. So, world.
0: cinnamon gummy bears, um, like... Cinnamon bears have always been a big deal, but sweets actually started creating chocolate covered cinnamon gummy bears. um, And sweets is a Utah company. Is that where Um, you got those? So why the coach? Yes. Those were, those were started in the nineties. Now I'm not saying that some other place might not have made them before then. um, But the sweets people said um, it was inspired by one of their guiding principles to cover everything everything in chocolate. <laughs>
3: so I first found about, out about gummies covered in chocolate when a friend brought me the little, just the regular size gummy bears covered in chocolate that they sell up at the U. And they then sell those at Winco. They're delicious. I love <laughs> cinnamon. And so when somebody was like, hey, there's chocolate, cinnamon, gummy, gummy bears, bears, I was like, wait, what the heck? I love chocolate and cinnamon. Someone and put bears. that chocolate in my cinnamon.
0: Yeah, so, um, that's a very big food in the state of Utah. So, and then the rest of those we already talked about. So, and I'm not talking about that last one.
1: Hey, something else that is, it's not unique to Utah, but since we have the Great Salt Lake, it's Taffy Town, which I don't think oh, yeah. we've ever talked about before. And I was at a candy store in Lynchburg, Tennessee, and that was the, the, it I was, had taffy so I, taffy. yeah, so I walked in and the, It was like an old fashioned candy shop and, and I was trying to pick some stuff out and the little girl came out of the back and I was like, what are some of your favorites for like a little seven year old? She started going through all the taffy and I didn't want to break her heart, but I was like, I come from the place that all of these are made and I know that
0: they are all delicious. (laughs) Well, so yeah. She was pretty impressed. And actually, if you go, if you go to like airports in other states and they have like, Oh, it's Nashville taffy. It's made. A lot of it is made by. The taffy company here in Salt Lake, Taffy Town.
3: I remember when my mom used to run the the Just for Cook store and the Hallmark store in um, Trolley Square. There was a taffy pulling company, and they had a big window, and you could. Oh, they had that for years. The taffy get pulled. It was really
0: cool. Yeah that 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 uh, little that little uh, sweet shop was there for years into really until Trolley Square kicked everyone out and tried to be an event space for a while. I haven't been to Trolley Square in a long time. Neither has anyone else. (laughs) 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 Look, last time I went there, we went to, uh, uh, what's the the Brazilian girl that's there? Rodizio? Yes. Uh, And basically it's the couple of restaurants that inhabit the building and then nothing. It's there's like a no I think there's cabin a fever Kincaid, is there cabin fever still there I think there's a Michael Kincaid gallery that's uh, been there for a we all of is
1: there and they do freaking awesome classes all oh, they there. are there now yeah they've been there for a little while yeah.
0: yep but it is still like a ghost town like most it's of it always is, been a really creepy place though most of it's pretty empty
3: that's not true though because when my mom was there it was busy as hell yeah, all the
0: time but now it's not
2: late 90s early thousands it was pretty busy. Yeah.
0: Okay, so now we're going to talk about some unique restaurants in Utah, and this is from our friends of Only in Your State. Um, Our friend. Our friend. I Uh, say for our friends. I want to. She's one person, but Only in Your State is a bigger group of writers. She just happens to write for the Utah stuff because she's from Utah. So apparently in Utah, you can dine in a yurt, and I didn't know this.
3: Yes, you did, because Carissa wants to take us for Josh's birthday at some point.
0: But that doesn't mean I knew it. Just because you remember doesn't mean I did.
3: She mentioned it again this weekend.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> the well, but Viking
2: Yurt. Park City and Solitude both have yurts. Begins with a starlit sleigh. There's one that the
3: you mount. have to hike to, though.
0: Mm-hmm. I, yeah. They only seat 40 people a night. And it's a four-hour dining experience. Up in Park City. Jesus. That would be fun, though. Five-course meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruth's Diner up in Immigration Canyon. And if you've ever been in Ruth's Diner, you understand, like, it's a unique place, the way I've it's I've never shaped. been. It's like, a, it's like a... It's a train car that yeah. was
1: actually brought up into the canyon from downtown Salt Lake.
0: And it's a diner instead of a train car. Yes. And, and I, I love their their patio. Are they awesome. even open? Yes. From, from COVID? I don't yes. know. Because there's not like they, a lot so of... So they
1: opened, in. they opened and then they closed. And then I think they've opened back up again.
0: There's uh, the Five Alls uh, restaurant.
1: So I wrote on there it was closed, but, but in speaking with apparently. our guests today, it is back open. It's open, open for super dinner. super excited.
0: Open for dinner only, though. Uh, there's Communal and Provo, and I don't know if they're open or closed. I can't imagine it's the same. So Communal, I always wanted to go there. It's uh, They make one meal for the night. Um, so whatever they're making that night is what you have. You go and sit on long tables with people you don't know. I don't know if that's happening with COVID, um, mm-hmm. but I always wanted to go there because I always heard really good things. Uh, Cafe Diablo down in Torrey. Um, so that's a, like a, they make rattlesnake cakes. Um, I don't know, but it's like crab cakes with actual rattlesnake in them. Oh,
3: hmm. And look at this, Lakai again.
0: Lakai. Yeah, <laughs> apparently French people. Um, Prairie, Prairie Schooner. <laughs> steakhouse i
1: want to go there so bad and i just found out one of my relatives relatives is the manager and i'm like we're going
0: so is it uh, so it is like a covered wagon yeah you you go yeah oh man a hell's backbone which jess loves down oh
1: and so they're closed for the season um they aren't quite sure when they'll be opening again they're anticipating a A shorter season again but you can order uh their stuff online like they have mixes and jams and their cookbook and all kinds of cool stuff that you can still support them
0: uh there's campfire lounge in salt lake city where you can get hobo dinners uh which if you don't know what a hobo dinner is it's uh
1: it's cute it's on 20 21st south 21st hundred south
0: (laughs) i I would like to go there and try it because i like hobo dinners um they the, do a
1: brunch, too, that I heard is pretty good.
0: Is, is all they serve there hobo dinners? No, I don't know. You think can so. get hobo dinners, like, behind... Like Jeremy's
2: house. Jack in the Box. No, that's different, dude. Uh,
0: no, you know what I mean by hobo <laughs> dinner. Don't be a jerk. Come on, dude. I don't want to know where you get your jollies. Whoa. Not my jollies, my hobo dinners. Yeah, your hobo dinners with Mike and the uh, the boys. <laughs> I've only I'm
3: had a sorry. hobo dinner once, and it was with the Mormons.
0: I make really good hobo dinners.
3: I've made you a hobo dinner before on
0: the grill. They're delicious. Oh, they're so good. You basically just put everything in tin like, foil. Yeah, you a just cookie. cut up some shit and throw it in a tinfoil thing with some butter and cheese and cook it.
1: Potatoes and meat.
0: And carrots and onions and butter. Lots of butter. Don't forget the butter. That, that makes the dish. 300 to 1,200 calories of butter. Nah. That's why restaurant food's always good, by the way. That's why they don't like putting calorie counts on their dishes, because it's swimming in butter. But oh, it's so good. It's so good. We are joined uh, today by Lacey from the Utah Taste-Off.
5: Hi. Is
0: it the Utah Taste-Off or just Utah Taste-Off? Sure. I,
5: I like Utah Taste-Off. It's kind of like saying the Facebook. It's kind
0: of like Utah <laughs> not, not sure.
5: Taste-Off. So I say Utah Taste-Off, but Excellent.
0: what else? Excellent. So, for those of you that aren't familiar with the Utah Taste Off, from what I can gather, it's you just basically called it
3: the Utah Taste Off. I know.
0: But basically, Utah Taste Off is just a ripoff of what my coworkers and I do <laughs> once a month, or did before COVID. Um, no, so Utah Taste Off is—I uh, I don't know. I, I want you to, Lacey, talk a little bit about how you guys formed, um, uh, because it's—it's uh, it's something that, like I said, my coworkers and I kind of do once a month anyway. So I'm kind of curious how you guys came up with the idea.
5: Awesome. My business partner, she threw a birthday party last year in search for the best sugar cookie in Utah. And we collected like 15 different sugar cookies and tried them all. And we all voted on them. And there was a favorite. And my husband did like a Facebook live with us doing this, you know, party. And everyone was like, why didn't I get invited? I want to do something like that. It would be really cool. (laughs) So she's, my business partner's an event planner. So she said, I could totally throw a party and do this. And she did, invited her friends and they had to pay to get in and they sold out in like 36 hours. And so that was where we started, was doing events and big parties. And um, obviously, because of COVID, <laughs> we had to stop doing these parties and we kind of spun it like how can we help these small businesses that no one's going out no one's eating and that we'll just make some bulk orders and kind of put together a little taste off that they can take home and do at home themselves and it was a way to give like we would pay we pay for the food wholesale pricing and um sorry about that Uh, Anyway, we pay and we get um, the food from six different vendors. And it's usually like a specific food type or food category, like peanut butter or chocolate chip cookies or cheesecake or something like that. So you get six different cheesecakes from six different places. You get to try them, vote on them, um, taste, texture and appearance. And then we have a software online that you put your votes in and there's a winner announced at the end. And it's just super fun and a way for you to find new places that you've never heard of, um, kind of compare what you thought might be your favorite. And then you get surprised by this new place you've never tried. Um, it's just a fun way to try new foods in Utah and support these small businesses. So,
0: so I got to ask a couple <laughs> questions about the first thing that created this, which was the best sugar hookie?
5: Um, the one that won was Ruby Snap.
0: Okay, yeah. that, that's the right answer. Good
5: old answer. Mia. That's, that's yes. the right
0: answer. Uh, and was Crumble included in that, that discovery?
5: I don't remember if Crumble was really around then. I kind of, I don't think they were.
0: They wouldn't have won. They would have taken last place. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. And if we you, never if, tell
5: if, that last place. So <laughs> I,
0: I will tell everyone it was crumble. It will always be crumble. Their cookies are not good. They're also not local. No matter how much you think they are, they're a big, giant nationwide company. Um, they
5: started. They started here.
0: But They are huge.
1: That's like Cafe Rio.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, Neater started here, too.
1: Is Neater bigger than Utah?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, Neater's all over the place now. Intermountain. Crumble is much bigger, I think, though. But their mm. cookies are not good. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so have you have you guys redone the sugar cookie thing since forming this group?
5: Yes. We have done multiple sugar cookie and I uh we did a big sugar cookie event in February for like a Valentine's party. That was huge, and Twisted Sugar actually won that one. Oh,
1: nice! Yeah. I can see that. And they, they, have, they have two do they have two locations, the Farmington and the Saratoga Springs, or do they have more than that?
5: They have more now, I believe. they there's have There's one just
3: places. up the street. Yeah, there's this. one down the road on. Yeah, 60 just second. on the other side of Bangor.
5: Yeah, and then there's one I just saw in like the Fort Union area, which is much nice. closer to me, so I'm excited.
0: If there's one thing Utahns like it's their sugar. Yeah, <laughs> soda.
5: <laughs> Mixed sodas and <laughs>
0: <laughs> mix sodas and cookies. Yeah, or any other kind of sugar, really.
1: So, uh, when when was the when was Christie's first party? Who's your business partner? Was yeah. that last year?
5: Yeah, September of
1: 2019. Nice.
5: And our last big event was February of 2020. We had one planned for March, a cinnamon roll one, and then COVID. That's when COVID <laughs> hit. We had to cancel. It was. Super sad, but we have done the a take-home kit every week since the last
1: week. Every week, oh, wow. so incredible! Wow. Yeah. wow, that's crazy. I have goosebumps. Actually, it's that's so cool.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, we did not know or expect it to be like this, but it has just taken off, and it's been crazy and fun.
0: <laughs> so, what about what about you? So, let's start back at the beginning a little bit. Um, what month are you born in?
3: October. January. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Jeremy just had his birthday, too. Yep. Yeah, so happy Last birthday. Nice. First, uh, end of October, I guess? Yeah, October 30th. Oh, oh wow. 29th.
2: Wow. Nice, I,
5: nice.
2: I was probably born a few years before you, though. That's
0: all right. Just a few. <laughs> just a few. Yeah. The white <laughs> beard. Same. <We're laughs> the white beard is not died. He's not trying to be Santa Claus. It's just normal. It's real. <laughs> My style. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So maybe a Valentine's baby. Possible yeah, January January. Yep. Valentine's baby
5: for
0: sure. See, she gets it. She's you know. in
5: on it. Woo!
0: She she's yeah. thought long and hard <laughs> about it. Yeah. I guess that was a St. Patrick's baby.
2: Ah,
5: yeah. oh, there you go.
0: <laughs> That's an interesting holiday to have babies Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah but your family's Catholic, that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> they're not Irish. <laughs>
0: if they're Mexican Catholic, not Irish Catholic. <laughs> it's all the same, isn't
2: it?
5: Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
0: but were you born here in Utah? Uh
5: huh. I've always lived in Utah.
0: So well, like what part grew. of Utah?
5: I grew up in like the Sugar House. so like um, nice. I lived right up the street from Highland High School.
2: Is that where you went to high
0: school? Then it's Highland.
5: Yeah, I go Rams.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> she knows a
0: all- lot. Do you know how many mascots do you know in the state of Utah? <laughs> high school level. That's a
3: thing for us, apparently. Somebody once pointed out that we know, that we know t- too, many. too many high school mascots. We do, and
5: we're, I'm proud of my high school, so that's also odd and weird.
0: <laughs> uh, so, I uh, live in Utah your whole life, never moved out of Salt Lake area, been up there the whole time. Went to Highland. So,
2: what What, 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 what did you do after high school?
5: I went to BYU. So. Nice. Yeah. That's where I met what, my...
0: You, I was going to say, did you meet your husband there?
5: I did. We didn't marry, get married till after we graduated. So that's, I
0: Good guess. Get on you. That's, yeah. a, that's a big. We dated,
5: like, yeah, three years. That was very unusual. for
0: bucking the system down there in BYU <laughs> by staying just a couple and not getting yeah. married. Yeah. Man. So what did you study?
5: Um, exercise sciences. <laughs> nice.
2: What about your husband?
5: He did communications and public relations, but he's in computers and SEO and Online stuff now, so
0: excellent. That's we both good.
5: flipped, and switched, but hey,
0: <laughs> you do you do what feels good and and, and makes money. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes just what feels good and you don't <laughs> ever <have laughs> <it> make money. <laughs> yeah,
5: that's better that way.
0: So I gotta ask, okay? So you guys, you come up with this idea towards the end of last year, around this time last year. Well, I gotta year. ask though to back up slightly. How did you meet your business partner?
5: Actually, uh, our husbands have been business partners for the last, like, 12, 15 years. Yeah. And so we've – they are, like, good friends. There's three of them, and we're all really good friends and go on vacations together, which is surprising that we get along that well, that they work together, and then we can vacation together. So we've been good friends for a long time. And she started the Taste Off stuff, and she called me one day, like, crying, like, I cannot do this by myself. I need someone to work for me, but I can't pay them. So I need someone to work for me. for free. <laughs> and I was like, I will, I'll be your person. <laughs> so how I got involved was I just felt like it was such a cool, fun idea. And I wanted to be part of it and I was willing to work for her for free. So yeah, it worked still out
2: working for her for free.
5: No, we became partners and yeah, good. We're, we're doing good.
2: Because unless you're doing podcasts, you should get paid. <laughs> yeah, if you take up podcasting, don't ever expect to yeah, make money. Don't do that. Don't do a podcast to make money because you okay. will be... We'll be
5: on, I'll be on this side of the podcast. <laughs>
2: there you go. Okay,
0: Chris, sorry. Back to your question. Yeah. Well, you're fine. You're fine. So you guys, you, you come up with this idea. Now, did the sugar cookie testing happen in September or did that happen in like July and it took a few months to form things?
5: Um, no, she... Did one for her friends, I think just like right after I maybe it was February, actually. I'm not sure. My timing is bad, guys.
2: I feel like yeah. everybody's is it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but we talk about time. We, we talk about the nineties and I'm like, that was only ten years ago.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no,
0: no. No.
4: No.
2: <laughs>
0: no. Remember what I said? I was it last week I talked about the sixties when we were kids? Yes. Yeah, so when we were kids looking at the sixties. And we were like, Oh my god, that's so old, mom and dad. Like the the Beatles aren't great, like. Yes, they are. Now we think that we didn't necessarily think that when we were too, high school cool. kids. Now, yeah. Now,
2: we're like, oh, the 90s was great. And they're like, that's so long ago. Yeah, the 90s were long ago now
0: as the 60s were when we were kids. Dad, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is like ancient. It's like watching a black and white film.
2: <laughs> well, what I love is my kids watch these movies like the graphics suck. Yeah. Like, they watch, Why is it square? Watched the original Tron a little while ago. And they're like, this is oh, crappy. God, that, that movie was terrible to begin with. It wasn't good.
5: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was actually my costume for Halloween. I was Jeannie Bueller, and my husband was Edward Rooney.
2: That is awesome. That's pretty good.
5: He was <laughs> Ed Rooney.
2: <laughs> which, yeah. which Ed Rooney at the end, all where up he's all beat ball. up?
5: He had his pants tore, his jacket was ripped, he had the blood on his, yeah.
2: Did you scream and amazing. kick him in the face?
5: I, mean, I have a good picture of me kicking him in the face.
2: Nice.
5: So, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Good times. So... so-
0: of all the different taste things that you guys have done, what's what's been your favorite so far?
5: Oh man, I loved our cheese one. We did a cheese one, and that one was so much fun.
2: Can't go wrong with cheese.
5: Who won the cheese one? Um. Your mom. Oh man, that like put me on the spot. Oh, Caputos. Oh, nice. Yeah. What?
2: Who? What all? If you remember, what all cheeses were in the running, or do you remember?
5: I don't remember exactly, um, I know like
2: do you try to do lo- just local or does it, does yes. it just so like beehive cheese yes yeah.
5: there was there was only four of them, so we have to kind of keep our cost about the same per and um so we 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 normally do six vendors, but if our cost for like cheese was more and whatever else is more, we go down to four. So that we can keep the price of our kits the same, and I think there was like a Park City Creamery they were involved. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, I we Sorry hired put
2: you on the spot. <laughs> I
5: know we hired a person to work with all the vendors, and so she works with them. And I just yeah do all the back end business stuff. So I don't really. Remember, I'm sorry. I could look it up if you guys really want
3: to know. I think that's what Chris is doing. I can see his no, computer not. flashing. I'm no, not
0: looking that oh. up. Oh,
3: I can see it flashing in your glasses.
0: <laughs> yeah, his glasses, the the blue reflective stuff on them is is uh, really telling you now. So
3: so it started with
1: the two of you. How big is your crew now? We've to got, once a week happen. Yeah, we've
5: got about 20 employees.
2: Holy that's cow! Cute. That's a wow. huge
5: growth. Yeah, it is, and we're hiring right now someone to do some sales for us and yeah it's just crazy
0: so it's like, cuz when i first saw the site and i was kind of looking through it i was like oh, oh this is a cool idea i, I this would be a, like a fun sweet hobby for people and mm-hmm. like not thinking oh there's 20 people that make this thing happen and yes. it's like every week and that's, yeah. that's absolutely insane that you've been able to turn it into such a successful thing.
2: So I, I'm assuming you've got to be four or five weeks out in your planning. Oh, yeah. Or more.
5: Yeah. We they have... plan on
2: Tuesday, deliver on Thursday.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that sounds like us.
5: That was, no, nah, we, we started that way. But now that we have someone that that's all they do is work with the vendors. She's almost done with December of like, Calling out, calling vendors and getting all all the stuff planned. But we have our calendar for all of next year. Is it
2: like a fireman calendar? Because you should have a fireman
5: calendar.
2: (laughs) And then whatever the dates are for the week. (laughs) (laughs) Those sell. Then you could sell the calendar in and of itself. See?
5: Yeah. The best part. Well, yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just sure.
2: shut up, old man. <laughs> I would love
5: that. Um, we love to keep our kind of a it a secret what we're doing. Not a secret, but I don't sure know. You it's want
1: a, an element of surprise. surprise. Yes.
5: And then people can't say, oh, yeah, I won't do that. I won't do that. I'll do that. They just have to like, I mean, I will just got to buy it because I don't know what's coming up. And I don't so
2: know. It's like the, the box thing, Chris, that you do or have done in the past. What's it called? Where you get your just like a
5: subscription
2: service? Uh, subscription service, yeah. so Like loot, when I did loot crate, yeah, for a loot while. crate. So you don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, is that kind of the idea? Is you don't really know until right before.
5: So our calendar and schedule, like, because uh, everything's through Instagram. Our website is terrible. Please don't go there. It is in the works right now.
2: <laughs> I think it's fine. I looked no, at it. Know. It looks it looked nice to me.
5: Please don't go there. My okay. The funny thing is. <laughs> Our husbands—that's what they did for a living—was like build and design websites, and that's like and the like, last thing that we have. <laughs> it's funny
2: how when it's your own, those things kind of yeah. go by the wayside. Yeah. Well, it's their wives; it's not theirs, right? Exactly.
5: <laughs> now, now they see how like how much potential this business had. So now they're working on it. It'll be better soon,
2: and, so our, those, and our business
5: kind of changed. So if those
2: boys to- want to retire off your business, they need to step it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what? So what kind of things have you done? So cheese cookies, what else?
5: Um, I can look. You're it doing
1: up. hand pies right now. Ooh, yeah,
5: hand pie. pies is this week. We've done salsa. So Our big ones were like salsa, barbecue, macarons. Oh, that one wasn't as big. Um, macaroni and cheese was pretty big. The savory ones end up being pretty big. Cinnamon rolls was huge people love think, cinnamon
0: rolls. I don't think there's a lot of funeral potato makers. Yeah, there's not vendors that do funeral
5: yeah, potatoes. I sharing. bet you'd have a There thing.
1: was one food truck that was funeral potatoes. Yeah. No so,
5: way.
0: Yeah. I'm curious, how do you <laughs> I mean, when you when you're doing something like cuz like cookies and cupcakes and some of those types of things stay fairly well, so if you get them and ship them within a day or two, they're probably not really going to have a change in taste, but like Let's say something like... These are all pickups. It's, pick-up. it's all pickup. Oh, it's all pickup. It's yep. all
5: pickup. And it's same day. So they we have three pickup days. Thursdays, Utah... or Thursdays, Davis County. Fridays, Utah County. And Saturdays, Salt Lake County. Um, everyone has to pre-order on Sunday. T- Sunday to Monday. If we have more, it'll trickle into Monday. And then the pickups are that week. So it's like such a tight little schedule so like the so- Wednesday before we announce what it's going to be that Sunday you'll have to order it and then you pick it up the Thursday Friday or Saturday
0: and so are you guys picking it up the morning that you take it to the pickup day then or that day
5: yeah so we have a warehouse space well it's like a, a commissary kitchen that we're part of and I- have a little space that we use and the vendors all deliver it there um, from all over. That's the other thing that's really fun about what we do is it can be anywhere from Ogden to Springville or, you know, Heber Park City. So just all over Utah and um, they bring it to us. We put it together, drive to our pickup spots, which are different each week. Sometimes we come back around to them, but yeah. And then people come and grab them in their cars, just like a drive-through kind of, so you don't have to get out of your car. It's very COVID friendly and
2: so is it like the school parking lot, so it's a little shady, or is it like?
5: <laughs> it felt very shady in the beginning when I was just like in my car pulling the boxes out to give to people. it's like I in the
0: like... parking lot. they
2: are rolling the down their windows. They hand off real quick and drive away. They're <laughs> handing you money. You're exactly.
0: handing them the box
2: of goods.
5: Uh, exactly. It felt it's very like sh- selling so. something on
0: KSL Classified. Keep yeah. this on the down low. Shh. But So so you guys are getting the food like same day from the vendors or relatively close? Because my question was like, so let's say you do mac like mac and cheese. Yeah, because yeah, there's a lot of good mac and cheeses around. And this stuff isn't like mac and cheese is at its finest when it's super fresh. Like leftover mac and cheese or reheated mac and cheese is just not that great. <laughs> mac and cheese isn't my favorite food to begin with. But if you have to like reheat it, it's, it's just you lose so much out of it.
5: Yeah, so I was so just fun.
0: curious how you handled that stuff.
5: Yeah. Logistics of all this stuff is kind of what is a nightmare about this business is we're kind of reinventing the wheel every single week doing something different. But it's also a challenge, so it's fun. With the mac and cheese, we had them put it in tin foil packaging that people can bake. Could They could bake. So it's not going in the microwave because I feel like microwave is just not as good. So they baked it, and I actually did it, and it turned out really well. Um, that was our... Idea was to bake it. We just had to like find out if vendors if they could all bake them at the same time, the same temperature for about the same amount of time, and every it all worked out. And that's how we did that with the ice cream. Oh, and we have a refrigerated trailer, so everything stays cold until it's yeah. So we get it from them, put it in the refrigerated trailer, put it in the boxes, put it back in the trailer until we do the delivery and take it out as we're passing them out. So everything stays cold. In that refrigerated trailer with the ice cream, we had to rent a freezer truck.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, actually,
5: um, the scoop they let us use their freezer truck. Oh, nice! It was insane. It was like in the middle of July, and we had like our <laughs> <markets and> hats <laughs> on and gloves to stay warm in there because we just put them together and we gave them a little like insulated tote bag for the people to take it home And So it was kind of insulated, and they got it straight out of the freezer truck. And we didn't have any complaints about it being melted or anything, so it worked out. But, yeah, that's the challenge is figuring out the logistics of all these different foods every single week. And That's kind of
1: a a cool problem to have, though, because it's not something you, you know, unless you've worked in food service before, that you would think about. And, you know, hopefully there's just a greater appreciation for all of these people that are purchasing these from you to see, like, oh... Uh, yeah. No, this is...
5: <laughs> yeah. This is This is exactly actually how it is. Yeah. <laughs> back to you. It's there's a lot and our boxes, fitting stuff in boxes and yeah, there's a lot that goes into figuring it all out.
2: But so do you have some standard vendors who are pretty much every week or is it all over the board?
5: It's all over cuz like between barbecue and then cookies, it's just all over. I mean, we go back to like neaters has like soup. There we're going to do soup coming up maybe next week. I can't remember. Nice. Um, so Meters has done soup. They've done eclairs. There's just some places that fit kind of more our niche, and so we use them more. But um,
0: So do you – do you, a
5: variety of places.
0: Do you work out deals uh, with vendors and stuff as well? Like are you able to offer – you know, people do the taste test. You know, one of the things that happens in like Salt Lake and Park City is the dine-around events where you – get to go taste food and then maybe you get a deal. Do you guys do deals with those vendors as well where like people have the taste test and they're like, Oh, that was really good. And now we have a coupon for this place that we really liked. Have you guys done any of that sort of stuff?
5: Yeah. With our events, we had a swag bag that everyone had to put a coupon in and stuff. Um, we haven't done that, but we, I, if I were a viz- business owner, I would say, can I, cause everyone gets an envelope with a placemat, voting cards, pens, instructions, that would be an ideal place to throw in a coupon. Not very many people ask us to do that. We mm, have a, a way for Yeah, to market. It's so interesting talking to different businesses doing this. You see some people that get it, they see the light, they understand business, and then some are more like, let me help you how to be a better business. You know, like, <laughs> let me
1: help
5: you grow, let me help you get more people, and I don't know. It's just
1: interesting. Well, this concept is so unique. I mean, Chris jokes that they do it at his office,
0: which they do. Like, we have I him. I don't joke. We, we they really seriously serious do it
1: once a month, yeah. yeah, that they pick, you know, a bunch of them will go get food. During
0: covid and... we would do, like, the best cheap Chinese food lunch special yes. or the best cheesesteak or the best um, savory stuffed Did bread. Did do good. the hot dogs
2: from, from gas stations? <laughs> no. <laughs> no we did not do well oh, that's just something no, we, so. we talked about,
0: yeah, that's something I talked about <laughs> oh, yeah okay, no. not- so but we and one of the things that we always struggled with was how do we set up judging because what we would do is there's five or six of us, we'd all go get something from somewhere else and all have like a big taste test party together, eating out of the same dishes, basically um. So we always struggled with what do we what do we judge on? And so you had said early that you guys do taste, uh texture and appearance, is that right? Yeah. And those are the only three categories?
5: Those are the only three. And they kind of work for every single food because mm-hmm. you want your food to look appetizing as much as like something that tastes good. If it doesn't look good, it's still people won't want to buy it if it doesn't look good. So Appearance is a big one and then taste obviously is a huge. And texture is kind of like did you execute it correctly? Yeah, like if
0: you're having a sugar cookie competition and there's some that are like rock hard.
5: Super
2: grainy. Or <laughs> yeah. super
0: grainy. Like there's yeah. there's definitely texture there. So. so have you had any food
5: disasters? Oh man. With these kind <laughs> of things you have disasters <laughs> every week, but somehow it always works out. Um, the the one that the biggest one I remember. Was salsa. We asked for like 28 gallons of salsa from each vendor. I know, it was insane. And we had, we scooped it into these little cups. And (laughs) some people's gallons were different
4: sizes. (laughs) And so
5: we ran out of some, and some we had like five gallons extra. And that was crazy. One of the vendors had to come like twice with more because their five (laughs) gallons was, I don't know, maybe three gallons. So, so, the next so, time we did salsa, we had the vendors fill the little cups, and they brought us the cups. So, we had all the cups we needed. to <laughs>
2: throw us a Walmart thing. and get the five gallon of salsa and just say it's whoever's. No, <laughs> that, they're
0: not going <laughs> to know us. No, that's not a good way to do it. <laughs> She's um, trying to run an honest competition here, Jeremy. Yeah. And Sorry.
5: the other time, well, we, we provide chips with salsa, and one of the times I had to go pick a bunch up from. Don Julio is actually here local in Utah. Mm -hmm. So we went and got them and I don't know how, but they, a big tower spilled on the freeway. Some big, I was like freaking out. My dad was with me. We semi stopped the freeway, got all the boxes of chips off and anyway, luckily we had enough, we, <laughs> enough chips, we had plenty for everyone no one got the freeway chips but
2: <laughs> did you not tell them they were lord's cheaps
5: lord's Yeah. lord's
0: cheaps <laughs> <laughs> Someone knows
2: some sacrificial freeway.
5: chips yeah that was <laughs> a <laughs> catastrophe for sure
1: so do you guys cap off how many people a week can participate in this like what are you what's an average that you're seeing you know I'm sure and I'm sure it's changed,
5: yeah, since
1: you started, you know,
5: yeah, like our first one, I think we did a hundred kits, and it was a cookie variety, and there was a hundred of them, and this last the hand pies, we sold like six hundred kits. Wow, And our biggest one, I think was, oh man, let's see.
2: Like donuts or something.
5: Oh, it was the cinnamon rolls were huge. Wow. When we did our party, we did that March one that we had to cancel. We sold out like 400 tickets in 12 minutes.
4: <laughs>
5: Tons the love their cinnamon rolls. Like they're crazy cinnamon roll lovers. So, like what
2: places did they come from?
5: Um, we had Great Harvest. Uh, Shirley's Bakery. Oh, Shirley's is heaven. Yeah.
1: Uh. I'll just go open up the blog and look.
4: That
5: has you. been a while. <laughs> <laughs> <This> is,
1: <laughs>
5: oh, Swirls is someone that bakes at home. Um.
1: I want to be a researcher for you guys.
0: So there was <laughs> Lehigh <laughs> Bakery, Swirls, Great Harvest, Wallabies, and Village Baker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Village Baker, they're good. Yeah. yeah. So were these all baked at home or were they all pre-baked and people just got them pre-baked? Yeah,
5: they're all pre-baked. The only time someone – you had to warm it up was the mac and cheese, but everything else was ready to go.
0: Excellent. So yeah. what has
2: been your, your personal favorite?
5: Um, I also loved our snickerdoodle one. That, that one didn't do as well, but that was amazing. I'm we assuming
2: you guys sample them. Surely you have to sample them.
5: Uh, we – we do we i get i get a kit every week i've definitely gained the covid-19 or whatever you call it from being yeah in Utah taste stuff but i've gotten better at just tasting them all
0: <laughs> I'm just taking a little more. bite of each cinnamon roll instead of eating each one
5: exactly but what? i oh go, go ahead, ahead. <laughs> I I actually am kind of lame and don't like sit down with my family and put it all on the placemats and do the taste offs. I just lock eat it, it out of the box and like, I'm lock like yourself
2: in the room and say it's mommy time. You guys yeah. leave me alone. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, no. Uh I I just eat out of the box and whichever one I go back to, I'm like, okay, that one's my favorite. And this is why. And yeah, anyway, I'm kind of
0: That's a pretty sound decision on how to judge, honestly. I think so. So,
5: And you did
1: describe the placemats, but I just wanted to describe them a little further because I do have a friend that participates in this. And on your placemats are each of the businesses that are
0: participating. And I just think that is so cool. Do you have a local printer that's doing those for you in such quick turnaround time?
5: Alpha Graphics is who we go through. And we have our. Voting cards can go to everyone. So that's like a bulk one. And then just each week we have to send the instructions because there's a little instruction page that has the vendor's logo as well. And that's description of what it is. Cause sometimes it's hard to get a box of chocolate chip cookies Uh, Or like, you know, know, which one's which. And we put them in the box the way they're supposed to go. And then we always have a picture taken that you can go back to on Instagram just to make sure yours looks like what it looks like on Instagram or Facebook, but, um, the little instructions, but yeah, we have a girl that is in charge of putting those placemats together with all the logos and yeah. It's super cute.
1: (laughs) It is way cute, actually. (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
5: this is a way for people to learn about these different businesses. It's like a food marketing business that we didn't really know that's what we were until we kind of got into this and realized, Oh, we're all these businesses. Sorry.
0: (laughs) No, 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 you're fine, you're fine. Is is there like how do you how do you come up with new ideas, right? So you've been doing this pretty much every week for six months. At some point, do you just run out of stuff and go back to okay? We're gonna do another sure Oh, Like TV eight stuff. months. Yeah, that's crazy. So like march through now. Yeah, okay. yeah, march through now. I don't know how many months that is? That's, but that's we, eight months. It's November. <laughs> yeah,
5: it's crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, we definitely have gone back. So we've done salsa twice, sugar cookie twice, maybe chocolate chip cookies a big one. So there's ones we like to go back to because we get new followers and new people all the time. I
1: was going to say, do you get businesses that hear about it that want to participate?
5: Yeah. There are some some that reach out to us wanting to participate. And then most of the time we have to reach out. I think as we get bigger and bigger, vendors will like seek us out more and want to be part of it. And we are seeing that more people are, more vendors are reaching out.
1: So somebody always knows somebody. That's the nice
0: thing about this. Yeah. (laughs) When you redo something like chocolate chip cookies, do you take the worst and throw them out and go find a better vendor? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) You guys know who performs the worst.
5: Yeah, we do. Um, Sorry,
0: Chip, you're out.
5: A lot of times times we just try to go with a whole new set of – it's tricky because you want to have big names like a crumble or a chip or swig or whatever so that – Cause that's the competition who actually has the best one, you know, of these big ones. But people also love finding out about the new little ones. Like Caputo's has a chocolate chip cookie that I didn't know about. And it's like my favorite chocolate chip cookie now in Utah. So definitely try that one.
0: Maybe you could do like over the course of a couple of months, like a chocolate chip cookie, chocolate chip cookie, like, tournament, yeah, like a bracket, bracket. where, you, you know, cause you don't want to, you don't want to do them all like the same month cause people get right. really sick of chocolate chip cookies. Right. But like once a month be like, okay, here's chocolate chip <laughs> cookies for this month. We've got five new vendors. And then like after four or five months, like, okay, here's the best of the best. The Let's best. try them and I actually the have a chip. Utah.
5: Yeah, that's a good idea. We actually have, um, For New Year's, our kit is going to be the best of Utah Taste Off. So you'll get like
2: oh, uh, all the winners.
5: You'll get um, the barbecue, mac and cheese, and and a couple desserts. So you get a whole.
0: Do you guys cater? (laughs) Yes,
5: yes. We do like corporate kits and all that stuff. Yeah.
0: So So so. what's the
2: average cost? Is, Is it always the same every week, or does the cost vary?
5: Um, the cost for someone to purchase is always the same and it's $45 and it's a kit for two people. So like if we did, sorry about that. Um, six vendors, there's 12 cookies. You get two from each place and really it's way too much food for just two people. A lot of people share it with their family or two. It sounds
0: like a challenge. A 12 pack of Ruby snap cookies. It's, never. Yeah. Is it's one never a problem.
5: No. Well, and that's <laughs> a whole different. Yeah, Ruby Snap. She knows.
0: Yeah. If you don't know Ruby Snap, it's only because you haven't tried Ruby Snap.
5: Yeah. No, and Tammy, the owner of Ruby Snap, has been awesome. such a huge support for us. So, we learned a lot from her and she's been behind us like from the get-go. So, we owe a lot to her. She's awesome.
0: She's freaking awesome. We love she's, Tammy. Yeah.
1: I want to know what's been the biggest surprise for you personally when you've done these kits that maybe something that you didn't think that you would like or something that you thought you liked that you maybe changed your mind?
5: Actually swig. I don't want to like throw them under the bus, but I used to just absolutely love their sugar cookie. And I don't know. I think they changed the recipe and I like don't like it anymore. So (laughs) that was a surprise. like, Oh, I thought I really liked this one, but I like these other ones better. So that was hard
0: to compete with Ruby snap and the sugar cookies.
5: (laughs) (laughs) And hers is so different. It's like, I don't know. Just melts in your mouth. I don't. I don't know how she does it. She's a wizard. She's a magician.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she's a she's a sorceress for sure. She
5: is. She, I don't know how she does it.
0: That's because she's actually a pastry chef. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yes,
1: she, I think. I just think is, she cares. I think that that's oh, really uh, what it
5: is. <laughs> look,
0: anyone that takes a vacation to Italy just because they feel like learning how to make gelato, yeah, is a freaking pastry chef. Like. Oh, yeah, for sure. She goes to Madagascar to source her vanilla. We're like, not Madagascar.
5: Yeah, Indonesia, Bali.
2: Bali. Yeah. Bali, <laughs> Bali.
4: Yeah, so, she... As
2: opposed to the 18-year-old kid at Swig who's putting it in the microwave for you. <laughs> well, to be fair, he's not putting the cookie in the
0: microwave. The cookies are
2: pre-made and delivered. the cookies deliver. are cold. The cookies
5: are, are
0: cold del- yeah. <laughs> I think they ice them there. I'm not sure.
5: Yeah, they keep them frozen, okay. which
2: well, is... Ruby Snaps are not frozen. They're making fresh them every same day. day. Yeah. they don't
0: like day-old cookies at Ruby Snap.
3: She doesn't let them be called Ruby Snap cookies if, if they're, they're day-old. Day
5: yeah, no. She's
0: again. She she's here. a pastry chef. Yeah. <laughs> she cares a
5: lot, which is good.
0: Um, do you take suggestions from from folks in the community Uh tastings? Oh, yeah.
5: Yeah, we love feedback and like a lot of people have been wanting gluten-free for a long time. Oh yeah. And we just needed to get our audience bigger so it would be worthwhile for us to do and for enough people to be able to order it. So we're planning on doing a gluten-free one this January. So hopefully we okay, can. Get so
0: I, I yeah. know this might be dumb, but I don't think it is. Fry sauce.
5: I know. Okay, that was my idea. <laughs> But the logistics of fry sauce, I'm paying $45 for, like, 12 things of fry sauce.
0: Yeah, you'd have to have fries and some other stuff going on.
5: And fries, like, you have to have them hot and freshly fried.
0: So you would would have to basically create a deal with a vendor like Arctic Circle, which is a a local fast food joint or, like, a crown burger or something where you can distribute coupons for fries. Yeah,
2: So that
3: people can go pick up their fries to go with their fries. Oh yeah,
2: next. yeah. So if it was yeah. so if they paid for it and that paid for their fries, so they got a voucher for two free large fries from Crown Burger that was part of it, that might work. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, now we've g- given you some
2: consulting <laughs> services. We're here. just you like everybody pay.
0: else telling you how to be a better <laughs> yes.
3: company. Yes.
5: We love it. It's it's always yeah.
3: We, really we just want to eat fries and fry sauce yes i
5: know i feel like the fry has to go with the fry sauce like i love crown burgers fries and their fry sauce and i love freddy's fries with their fry sauce so it's so tricky because i would want it to be like that like you get the fry and the fry and
0: sauce. sauce. Yeah, yeah, and fries please. are like yeah. impossible to do something like that because they do not reheat ever
5: the only way you could do it is in a live event where you you go to your Freddy's booth, get your fry and fry sauce, try it, and then you get to go to this one, but COVID. Just Where they're
2: frying crazy. fresh, yeah. So. What, if you got, like, what if you did it in like the expo parking lot and you put the tents all six feet apart?
5: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, we you have We totally thought about this. We would love to do something like that. Now that it's you winter. Do it
3: at, you do it at Rio Tinto Stadium since yeah. our soccer team sucks and they're not going in it Well, they've got the that binary. big covered parking lot in the back.
5: Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be good.
3: That'd
0: be good. Like, that'd be a fun event to do, like a food truck face-off with like food trucks that
2: are are in the same category. If you paid forty-five bucks, but that gave you a sampling from
0: Mm. five or six different food trucks. Oh, I think that'd be great. I
2: think
3: even just the four that she was saying, I would totally do
0: that. I think the food trucks would be down too. I could hook you up with some food truck people. That's why.
5: That's why I want to do with tacos. Tacos would be so. Oh yes, tacos. tacos. But you'd have to have a food truck because it's like hot and cold items that just you can't pack They've
2: them up gotta be prepared at the same time so once again you put the trucks like 10 15 yep. feet apart yep you walk up <laughs> to your
5: truck and yeah.
0: Yeah. that would be a cool that would be a cool thing you should talk to me I know some I know some food truck folks that could help you hook something like that up because okay, well, they're still doing food truck roundups and events yeah. It's yeah. still it's just like a restaurant but you can stay socially distant with food oh, sure. it's Easy. a lot easier Easy. than like the I agree. food court oh, in the mall God. Yeah, you could go visit each one of them, pick up your stuff, take it home, feed your family.
5: Yeah, oh man, so fun. There's so many, so many uh, things. We
4: would I love want to do,
5: Yeah, we'd love to do like, <laughs> Oreo. Like work with Oreo and be able to do like an Oreo taste off if they were coming out with different flavors. Everyone gets to try the different Oreo flavors. I don't know. There's just so many possibilities of what you could do.
0: Could hook it up with Hydrox. Yeah. <laughs> see if they compete with Oreo. <laughs> Moon pies, do moon pies. So, moon, moon they're, pies not Utah. they're not Utah. That's the downside. Trying to find stuff that's that's very much Utah. I feel like cheese is one that you could repeat multiple times because there's, there are so many creameries in this state. Actually, yeah. what about like pizza? Because you got like the pie, and you've got
5: Village pie. Pizza
2: by me. Again, it's, it's a, just another
5: it's, one of those logistic nightmares. Keeping it
0: yeah. hot. And, I don't you know, know
5: how you would because you have to have it hot. I don't know. It's tricky.
0: You I could do like uh grocery store bakeries. Oh, you know, yeah. Like Smith's. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dick's bakery. Harmon's, Dick's. you could do uh, uh, El Rancho Grande's bakery cuz it's Oh, that's a good bakery. Amazing. <laughs> I
5: never
3: even heard of that. El Rancho Grande is it's the Mexican not El Rancho Grande, it's El Rancho Market. Oh, El Rancho Market. <laughs> El Rancho Grande is the Mexican restaurant at the top of Curry. That's right. That's right. Oh, that's but so... the
0: but, but Rancho Markets, the Mexican supermarkets, um, their bakery is so good. Peterson's, oh, all Peterson's got amazing. a good bakery. Oh. See, that's, that would be, and you could easily find some stuff there that would be com- comparable. Whether it's yeah. like rolls, pastries, yeah, mm. totally. Donuts, donuts is an easy they repeatable. I know, but you could do it a million times. There's a bunch yeah. of different donuts. Donuts is
5: a repeatable one for sure. People love their donuts. It's hard though Donuts is hard because they do taste better fresh so they make them in the morning and by that time they get them in the evening they're not as fresh as I would like them to be and I always feel bad but I don't know there's not it's just hard to know how to do it.
1: Do you have a disclaimer in your box? It's like please eat as fast as possible.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you recommend you eat it now
0: <laughs>
1: Sit in your car and taste test it.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know what the holidays coming up? Now we're just giving you lots of ideas, Well, <laughs> yeah. okay.
3: She says they have them through the end of December, She said through right? next year. But,
0: but yeah. the holidays coming up, we have actually a lot of good chocolate makers in Utah and chocolate shops that do their own True. chocolates. Oh, yeah.
5: Yep. You could do Patch. that
3: at
0: Valentine's. Oh, yeah. You could do that at Valentine's, too. Yeah. Would be good.
5: We did chocolates for Mother's Day this last year.
0: Nice. nice. Yeah,
5: it was. It was successful. People loved what? it.
1: What kind of, are, I would assume in something like this that the feedback you're getting is, I hope, generally positive. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you have those I mean, I just know I what Yelpers eyes. are like, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what is, are people generally constructive in giving feedback to you guys?
5: Towards our business or towards speakers? Uh-huh. Yep.
1: Well, I mean, I guess it's kind of a, a collective thing because you are rep kind of representing the vendors that you're bringing on?
5: Yeah, for the most part, people are. I feel like the one time that we get some negative is when we announce the winner and people say like, no way, it should have been. Uh-huh. You <laughs> know? That's so,
1: good. That's good. That's a good problem.
0: It's to like Lakai. Well, like, like
5: he, what now?
0: <laughs> oh. Like Lakai, Lakai always wins like four awards from some Maybe of the we, best stuff
2: though.
3: every year. But nobody, but nobody understands. Nobody's ever
2: been there, but somehow they always I've win
3: been there. But
2: with the junior high kids when they were, I French. didn't
3: go with the
5: junior high kids. I didn't <laughs> take branch. I've been there.
2: <laughs> it's just a front. Lakai
0: is just a front for a mob. So Lacey, have you ever been to Lakai?
5: I have actually with the junior it's high kids? No, I.
0: Or with like your husband on a date.
5: I went with my husband on a date. And, yeah.
2: And was it the best thing you've ever had?
5: No, it's always really hard. It's always really hard to pay a lot for something and feel like it's the best. I feel like you can feel like, like it's the best when you're not paying a ton.
0: You're like, well, how does this compare to McDonald's? Because McDonald's is four bucks. Right. <laughs> 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 McDonald's is four bucks and you don't have to eat snails.
2: So that swig sugar cookies looking real good about now. Okay. <laughs> That's when you pay a bunch and then have to stop and get something to eat on the way home.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah. So, so it is real, though. That's the, I just want to
2: make sure. <laughs>
0: I've got a second person confirming that they actually serve dinner.
3: Yeah, because you don't believe your own wife.
0: I just needed a second confirmation. It was a long time ago for you.
5: Real and they wear costume. They, like, wear these peasant-type dresses. I don't know. It's funny.
0: <laughs> do they wear costumes? Yes.
5: They do, like, wear time the bustiers. Yeah, the
0: bustiers. Yeah. like french made outfits
5: no like <laughs> like
3: a like a, a barmaid maybe that's outfit. why they always
0: win that's weird it, do it's do like that? a
3: it's it's like the white peasant blouse with the you know the corset and the
0: isn't it supposed to be like super
3: fine dining
0: like super fine french dining? well it's
3: not like...
5: like old french like old tiny. yeah like it's it's not
3: because yeah.
0: that's like weird mixing up a theme with good food
5: have
3: you been to like Five Alls? Yes. Yeah, they're closed.
5: They're not. I just went there. <gasps> yeah. They're, they're open not, again. They're yeah. open again.
3: And yeah. Yes, I've been to Five Alls too.
5: Disney and they're made my night. And kind a of thing. Like, they're. it's like a theme. Yeah. It looks, it's kind of the same.
0: But not like the Mayan was a theme. <laughs> like, Casa <No. Pasadena laughs> <in> Colorado. <laughs> Wow, that's a <laughs> throwback. <a, laughs> that's a that's a to, that's totally ripping off Casa Bonita in Colorado, <laughs> which also sucks by the way. Don't go there; it's terrible. Their the food horrible. was not good. No, their food's horrible. At the Mayan
2: and yeah. like we only went a couple times. And this was a long time ago because my kids were younger. They're in college now, but um, the divers. So like we get there and they turn off the lights and da da da. One kid dives. Bloop.
0: Lights come back on. You go yeah. back. And it's like, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> some, some high school kid diving off a 10-foot board. Like, yeah. That's not yeah. One time.
5: My <laughs> friend was a diver. I had a friend that was a diver for the Mayan. <laughs> <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> so funny.
2: Well, uh, well, it wasn't even like
0: show. It was like someone dives once. I yeah, know. I'll tell you what's a good show is the Excalibur Diamond, the Tournament of Kings thing. The food is not great. Um, it's like, but it's the whole experience. It's just a, a blast. Yeah. Um, I get it. So I get it. So Lakai is like the, the night um, eating experience at Excalibur. Got it. <laughs> yeah.
3: not, not, not not so much entertainment, though.
2: No. And just you get attacked by the peacocks in the parking lot.
5: The ambulance. Yeah.
1: If I went there, I would totally have to recreate that moment in Dumb and Dumber when they time there. I just have to throw that out there.
5: Oh, that is where they went, huh? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Oh, man. That's
0: a good, good time. one. Good times. Good times. Well, Lacey, we have, we have one other question for you uh, real quick. And that, Because you're a native Utah and you live here and made your home here and started apparently a really successful business here, <laughs> um, what's the most interesting or unique thing that you've discovered about Utah in all your time here? Oh,
5: man. I think – the uniqueness of utah how we have mountains and we have desert and lakes and red rock and just such a variety of things to do outdoors that is what i love about utah the most is the variety of things to go do skiing in the snow being at lake powell i don't know just all the things that's my favorite thing about utah
0: So how do people get in touch with you and order kits and all that other stuff? Website, Instagram, what are those?
5: Don't go to our website. (laughs) Please don't go to our website. (laughs) Go to our Instagram page or our Facebook page. And if you go to our Linktree link, I have to say Linktree link because I feel like a lot of people, well some generations of people don't understand what link in our bio means. So, the link tree link has the email sign up. If you sign up for our emails, we notify you um every Sunday when the kits go on sale earlier, so you you get 2 hours earlier to order your kits. Um and it gives you all the information of where the pickups are, all that stuff. And we post that as well on Instagram, but you'll get it directly to your email. And, yeah, every week you get a new email. We have we also have a way to text where you can put your phone number in and get a text every week to let you know what's when it's on sale.
0: Since I've missed hand pies, can you tell me what next week is?
5: I think it's soup. Let me see. I'm really excited. I was looking
1: at the different vendors that you guys have for the hand pies because I'm a big fan of hand pies. Uh-huh. I'm excited to see how this goes because I mean there are a couple of shops on there like I didn't know rallies made hand pies I knew they made right. an incredible cider
5: and ice cream uh, so that's a really good donut apparently cider donut
1: that's awesome and Grapefruit and time she's just a small local baker she mm-hmm. makes beautiful cakes yeah yeah so and re whipped is always amazing. Uh, <laughs> I know. Subscription it's a problem. <laughs> subscription <laughs> or just week
2: by week. Month it's by week
5: month. by week right now. We are working on getting subscription and that will also give you like another heads up to be able to order um, ahead of time and, and see the schedule. We put, we'll put up you'll give you the month and you can pick what when you want. And you can do like a monthly one or like a every other month. Anyway. That and be- you can always buy more. It's just a kind of a fluid subscription type thing. So, That's cool. basically, you would order, you would get twelve, but you can do them every week if you wanted. You just get a discount oh. for those as well. So, oh,
2: cool. so you pay for twelve, and it's however you want to use those yeah. over the year or six months or so if
0: you're like getting ready for thanksgiving and they have hand pies and you're like i can
2: freeze these (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) use all 12 on hand pies (laughs)
1: lacy we're problem
2: solvers over here
5: yes you are i love
2: it (laughs) you're just encouraging
1: people
5: so we have soup next week and then dinner rolls the week after
1: which Mm, just in time oh i hope fillings and emulsions is part of that
5: the dinner rolls
1: they have the best rolls in utah
5: oh man i don't know I'm gonna look you know for that one. Okay, I will let you know.
0: Good timing for Thanksgiving. Yes.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Here's
0: so how you doing? Dinner rolls <laughs> like the week. Before Thanksgiving. <laughs> Weird or smart? Well, both. <laughs> so is the week after that turkey like turkey sandwiches? <laughs> That's a good
5: idea. Turkey
0: we, salad sandwiches.
5: We're not doing anything for the week of Thanksgiving. We and then we're not doing anything the week of. Christmas. Christmas. Those are our two weeks we're not doing.
0: That makes sense. I, the week, the week after Christmas, like the New Year's week, that would make sense to do like wings. No, or something. She, they're
5: doing the big taste off. That's our best of, our yeah. best of Utah taste off. <laughs> <laughs> but I like your. But inv- at
3: the end of January, wings would be good. For Super Bowl, that's Super Bowl. Yeah.
0: yeah. Going into February, there you go. Do <laughs> you want to just hire us and we can help? <laughs>
5: Like, yeah. every week we'll have you guys gosh, the games. Uh, I'll take you awesome
0: well Lacey thank, thank you very much for taking some time with us uh, today to, to chat about this really freaking cool thing that you stole from me yeah.
5: <laughs> still from you anytime and I'll talk to you anytime.
0: you know we've gone through this whole episode and um, we still don't have a title
1: <laughs> what the heck? We also got to talk. Do we got to talk
0: about? Yeah, we do. Our good actually, buddies? we do got to talk about our good buddy. Okay, um, uh, Tom yeah. over at uh, our divorce. Um, he sent me a message. Um, I don't really want to talk about the actual numbers, um, but they have. They're starting to get data back from there. Um, do the application and pay at the end thing. Do the process and pay at the end. And they're very promising. Uh, very promising. They have a lot of people using their site. So I want
1: to know what his beginning numbers were versus, like, what's going to happen after the election.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how many people are going to get divorced <laughs> after tonight? Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I've been – I still think he should just give me a job working for him. Um, so can they track the how far the, through the process somebody goes? Yep. Yep. To see so if they're they, getting
2: hung up somewhere or...
0: Yeah, they have spots along the way and they can create, you know, marketing stuff to prod them along. And there's like all sorts of opportunity there, right, to to make that business work. Um, you know, whether it's like, oh, hey, it looks like you're getting hung up on here. Here's some good attorneys if you actually need an attorney or... Um, and maybe you guys really aren't ready to, to go down that route. Here's some counseling options for you. Um, stuff like that. Because, again the last thing they want people to do is get divorced. But when they get divorced, they really want them to be able to do it amicably and not pay an attorney, th- what did he say, $13,000? $13, yeah. Uh, $13,000 to to do that is just insane. Because right now they're still at 299 right now, right? $299. Um, he said they don't plan to change that for a long time. Um, the 199 price that was introductory... Uh, they blew through that really fast. Um, within the first month, they yeah. Had just, you
3: lucky divorcee ducks that got a hundred dollar <laughs> discount.
0: Two hundred bucks to get a divorce, like you can't beat that, right? Even three hundred bucks to get a divorce, that's an unbeatable price because you're looking at three to five thousand entry level per couple. Oh yeah, absolutely. So goal. like, to your lawyers look. The way I figure it, your divorce should not cost more than your wedding. It's right. True. <laughs> <laughs> but like if the average cost of divorce is thirteen grand, it's costing more than your wedding in a lot of cases.
3: Um, no,
0: I think so. Unless you're having a fancy wedding, unless you're an only child having a wedding, the rest of us, yeah, was there, way under the. Grand. The rest of us try not to spend thirteen grand on a wedding. <clears throat> We're going to spend more than that. We're doing a destination wedding, so, so it
3: doesn't count. Way more than that it on our count. wedding. Way
0: different when you're grown, mature. Both have jobs. It's a whole different ballgame. Will our com work if we get married in Hawaii and divorce in Utah? Yes. Excellent. I bet that's in the thing. Do you, should we start filling out the paperwork now? <laughs> like, should we start the uh-huh. process now and get to a point and be like, oh, yeah, we're not married yet. Just we're get wait. to the save point. <laughs> <laughs> Just have it all ready to go. Then you can fill in the dates later. <laughs> <laughs> we are not going to get a divorce. I'm only getting married once and I'm doing it with the right person. We've been together for 10 years. We're refinancing a house for the second time in that 10 years, and uh, uh, I don't think we're going to get a divorce. Too expensive now. No looking back. Yeah, we're tied. We're <laughs> tied in.
3: We have dogs and stuff, too.
0: Yeah, we do have pets. How are we going to figure out custody for them? That's harder to split up the pets than it is the kids. Yeah. The kids understand. I don't to
3: split the kids up because they don't even live with me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely can't cut the pets in half, though. Well it's yeah. not a king Solomon Could. situation. <laughs> but anyway, those guys are great. Uh they're
2: that they're one down there
3: her. would be a really big dog still, even if we cut her in half.
0: Like it, make bookends out of her. <laughs> she's I'm just so looking, big. I'm looking at her as she's like asleep and I don't think I don't think that's a good idea. Uh but our divorce would have a solution for that. Uh, probably in their paperwork, how do you want to split that up so someone gets the dog, the other person gets the house. You know, we joke about it, but if you really are going through uh, a time where you are looking at divorce, um, go check out the site, uh, OurDivorce.com. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with with how easy it is to navigate and go through the TurboTax for divorce. Um, That's us saying that. That's not OurDivorce.com saying that, by the way. I'm the one that dubbed it the TurboTax of divorce, so (laughs) TurboDivorce.com. True. (laughs) (laughs) That, That name was taken, I think Tom said, so... Uh, com, I think, is a great, great domain. Um, I think, though, that's going to do it. Thanks again to our guest, Lacey.
1: Hey, um, so, no. something, yes, so I just want to say something about Lacey and Utah Taste Off.
0: Nope, it's too yes. late. We just huh. interviewed her. We can't Two, say anything else.
3: $200,000 that they have given back to 200 businesses in Utah. L- that's fucking amazing. Isn't that amazing? Well, and it looks like their Christmas thing, they're going to give away like house, like house Christmas lights to somebody like $750. That's, that.
0: that's like what they've done. So I know that we talked about them making a business out of it and taking something that they were just doing for fun and turning it into something that's an entrepreneurial, like they can make money. They've hired 20 people during COVID for a business that deals specifically with food. That's fucking amazing on its own. Yeah. But they're also able to support all these local businesses and get exposure. And to be quite honest, restaurants during COVID have really really suffered.
1: And it's neat that it's not just in Salt Lake. I mean, she said Springville to Ogden, like that's yeah, incredible. Yeah, it's across the
0: Wasatch Front, yeah. all the way up to all the way up to Logan actually. Oh, did you know, see? I'm pretty sure they grabbed like Aggie Ice Cream or one of the creamies up that creameries up there. <laughs> Cuz they had I think they had gossmer listed Gossner. on one mm-hmm. of their on one of their blog oh, posts too. for their too. cheese, yeah. 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 So I, I think that they've gone ice. all the way up maybe even to like Logan Brigham City area. So is always worth going. So really cool. Thanks thanks to them for what they do and mm-hmm. um, definitely, so I'm probably going to start wasting my money on that. Uh,
1: oh, me too.
0: <laughs> I really think
2: I probably will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a waste of money. Um, no.
2: By any stretch of the imagination. I could always do one and we could sample it here on the show. Oh. We'd have to do two.
0: Do two? I can't do half these.
3: Well, the problem is, is it's it's the like delivery a, is like Thursday, It's Friday, a Saturday right? for Salt Lake County, and we don't meet till you Tuesday. can always do a yeah.
0: Saturday show. Yeah, I, w- that's true. Next Saturday show, we could figure out what they're doing. Do the Saturday show. It'll be like pickles. Soup. No, the next Saturday show we do. Oh. Uh, I'm not going to do a special show on Saturday just to have an excuse to eat that stuff with these guys. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> we do We do enough Saturday shows throughout the year. I think it would be something we could fit in. So but I could do soup. Depends on what the soup is. Do it. No, that's the whole fun of it. No, it's not because I don't like tomato soup and I don't want to pay for something I'm just gonna throw in the garbage.
3: Agreed, I don't like tomato soup either. And
0: so like if it's like four tomato soups from different places, I might as well just take that money and light it on fire because it's disgusting. <laughs> I would rather go spend forty five dollars on soup at the soup kitchen that's good. So don't do the soup one Well I'm just saying If it's tomato soup We'll know What this weekend right Mm -hmm. Before Sunday Because the orders are due Sunday So we'll know soon
3: Maybe it'll be clam chowder
0: Mm. See I could get behind Some clam chowder Or some chilies Oh that's a good one Are those soups though Or chilies Mm, The chilies Probably it's own category It is definitely It's own category It's not a soup
3: Speaking of that Heather made a really good chili And I think that she needs To try your chili too
0: I agree. I agree. We'll no no fingers off. in it this year. No. That's all right, though. Fingers are... Th- they're frowned upon during COVID. It's a way <laughs> to spread disease. So, no finger chili. <laughs> uh, that's it. So, hopefully, you guys all have a good night. Uh, thanks to Folk Hogan for our music. Um, follow us on Twitter at TNU Podcast or Instagram or Facebook. It's all the fucking same. Uh, com is our website. And Jess has promised to do things on the website. Actually, the website... I joke. Oh, it's updated. That's what I did while I was in Tennessee. Yeah. The website is, it's really good. It's not just like our show feeds on there on the left. But the, the point of the website is the blog posts where we talk about these businesses. We um, spend time going into sharing the links that we have or go in depth on like people's uh, unique things about Utah. And so it's a great way to kind of recap yourself on what we do. So definitely I encourage you to go visit that. And I'd, I'd end the show by saying go vote, um, but voting's over. And so um, don't be a dick no matter what the results are of the election. Um, the election is going to prove to be the the most participated in election in American history by a long shot. I think, I guess
3: if anything good's going to come of it,
0: that did. And, um, you know, whatever the outcome, it's not the end of the world. It's just a few more years. Um, we can definitely make life better. Um, I don't know if it can get much worse for a lot of people. So Oh, it can get worse, but, but, uh, life will go on so uh, just remember that and remember that uh, your neighbors if they are Republican or Democrat and you're the opposite it doesn't mean that they kill babies Um, it doesn't mean that they're likely the psychotic crazies on the extreme sides most people are somewhere in the middle and you should just be happy to have normal people that maybe have a slightly different view than you do
1: yeah